Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today, Scaling to Success, the journey to eight figures, and we'll do that in just seven minutes with Kyle Livingston. Now, Kyle went from being left at a yard sale as a 12-week-old baby to losing 160000 of his old money in a failed company. Kyle knows what failure feels like, tastes like, and smells like, he, but he didn't let his circumstances determine his attitude in life. From the lessons learned, Kyle has since built seven-figure brick-and-mortar companies and has helped turn nine businesses from the red into wildly profitable status. He's now a business consultant and coach with the goal to help others turn chaos into profit. Kyle, it's great to have you here. Bill, I'm so excited to be on. Thank you so much for having me here. So our listeners would love to know who your ideal client is. Absolutely. So typically in our higher level programs, when we're working with myself and my team, at the coaching consulting level, we're typically working with online businesses that are at the 150K a month or higher mark. And they're, and they're kind of stuck. They've kind of hit a ceiling somewhere. Typically, it's an operational ceiling. They have a small team of four people or more. And the, the marketing side of things is, is locked in, right? They, they, they have more opportunity than they, than they do potential in the operation side of things. And so marketing's coming in, and they just need a be better way to capture it and raise profit margins. So can you give us a little bit more delineation on that problem? So it's an interesting situation. Marketing is working, but they're unable to effectively deliver. So what is the problem that you've identified, Kyle, and are able to solve for people? Well, it's funny because it's the old cliche adage, right? Is you got to work on the business, not in the business. And I've just found that as entrepreneurs tend to grow, as the CEO, the visionary tends to grow, and they get to that 150-ish mark, their businesses are typically duct taped and bubble gummed and rubber banded together with a bunch of different softwares. And if they've figured out marketing, if they've been one of the lucky and fortunate ones to figure out marketing, they get into a place where they're simply overwhelmed and they get stuck in the day-to-day, -day, the minutia, the, the, the running around, putting you know, fires out all day long. I call, I call those CEOs professional firefighters. And their job is just putting out fires because the infrastructure in their business isn't supporting them. And so they kind of feel like that Atlas Stone statue where they're kind of carrying the world on their back without any infrastructure to take that world off and set onto. So I totally understand. My left brain's engaged. I get it. I get it. I get it. But if I'm a typical listener, I'd like to know what sort of feelings or emotions, what's going on in my body that might give me a right brain signal to talk to Kyle Livingston? Well, typically you are, you like, the best way to explain it is you have too much month at the or too much tasks at the end of the day. You're never getting through your to-do lists. You have your team interrupting your day consistently. So you have this feeling of overwhelm and pressure. Typically, you have this feeling of like, this could all go away tomorrow. And it's just a sense of you don't have anybody else there to help and support you. And you need that to be able to get out of the day-to-day. -day. Like if you can't take a vacation for two weeks without your business burning to the ground, we can absolutely help you. Okay, that makes, unfortunately, makes great sense. And yes. people who have that situation should be listening. Now, your clients mm -hmm. are people who have been hardwired, maybe since birth, 
to take care of things on their own, to solve all their own problems and so forth yep. and so on. When they try to do that, what mistakes do they make that you see most common? Most common is the business is successful from a revenue perspective, but from a profit perspective, it's not. And because the owners are experts at what they do, maybe they are experts at teaching real estate or they're experts in their field, they're probably not experts in running the business. And so what I've found is that the business has these gaping wide cracks in them and the, the business is typically shoving cash in those cracks to, to kind of bypass the, the issues. And so they get to a place where they can't spend any time to think about the future of the business. So they're so stuck in the day to day. And it's like, they're, they feel like they're in survival mode. Maybe if you've ever been in a position where you don't have enough money to pay rent or something, it's a very similar feeling, just at a different scale. And so being able to go in and, and find those cracks, pull the cash out of those cracks and actually fix them appropriately is kind of the first, first step that we focus on. Good. Well, I like that first step very much. So tell us, uh, I know you've got a variety of things you could suggest that people do, but what's one single highly valuable action that maybe our listeners could take maybe today? Tracking your data. I'm huge on data. I, I believe that all business decisions need to be completely rooted and grounded and made from a place of data, not emotion or conjecture. And so the first thing, if you're not tracking your metrics in, and there's five departments that, that I think you should track metrics in, it's marketing, lead, lead nurture. So you have lead generation, lead nurture, sales, fulfillment, and then retention and ascension. And if you can track just, just high level metrics across those five areas, you're going to be leaps and bounds above most of your competition that's out there. So you'd be shocked, Bill, at how many people I talk to that are at 150, 250, 350K a month, and they have no metrics and no numbers, and they're purely running their business on emotion. And that's the recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those a couple of times. Look, you're a resourceful individual. I can tell by what you're explaining to people here. And I know you've got a free gift lined up for people. What is the gift you have? And where will our listeners find it on your website? Yeah, absolutely. So the gift that we have actually goes into that last question was around the data. And so one of the biggest things that I've found to be a resource for people is like a, a dashboard or a CEO dashboard. The analogy that I give people is if you've ever seen, you know, the what's the what's the movie Top Gun? I know I'm brain farting on that. If you've ever seen Top Gun, he has a cockpit and, a, and a, he's sitting there as the pilot with all of these gauges and all these clusters and to help him fly and see where he's at. So I found CEOs need something similar. And so we've built out a CEO dashboard. It's very simple to use. It plugs into everything that you have. It's totally free. You guys can find that at visionaryvitals.com. Fantastic. Kyle, look, I know I seduced you in getting on my show by saying <laughs> I'm going to ask seven questions in seven minutes, but I don't have seven, actually. I only had six. So what question should I have asked you? And then what's the answer to that unasked question, Kyle? Hmm. I would, one of the questions I think you should have asked around, like, what are the three different phases of the three different pillars we typically take people through? And the answer to that is when we start working with someone, like I referenced early, earlier, we have that, that image of the CEO or the visionary as the Atlas stone, where they're carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders. And the first thing that we want to do and take them through is to build out infrastructure inside of the business so they can take that weight of the world and place it on the infrastructure so they can go do the things that they love to do, whether that's continue to build the business, go take a vacation, go watch your daughter's dance recital, whatever that is, you, you, you take the weight of the world or of the business off of your shoulders and place it onto infrastructure. So that's the first thing that we do. 
the next thing that we really do is focus on gathering the data. Like I've said that a few times, but if, if we can't make decisions on data, the decisions are pointless. And so we really focus on gathering the data. And then the probably the most important piece of all of these, bringing them together, is the diagnostics part. You know, I, how many people go out there and hire coaches or consultants or other people to help them troubleshoot something and they get to the call with the person and the person says, oh, just change the color of the button on your landing page. Like, it's not going to fix the problem. And so diagnostics and teaching the, the CEO and the visionary how to diagnose the business based on data that's been collected from the infrastructure is really the three phases that we take people through to get the owner out of the day-to-day. -day. Fantastic. I love, I love your focus on data gathering and then analysis and then finally figuring out what to execute. Beautiful. So thanks, Kyle. Absolutely. Everybody, now look, let's focus on the single fact that our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as the result of the owner first learning and then applying a proven combination of having a singular strategy for growth having an execution system to get that strategy accomplished. And number three, leveraging high performance teams. Now you can get your hands on the key to those three by just going to getbillsgift.com. So take advantage of that. Kyle, thanks for sharing your time with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Bill.